Welcome cuties. Thanks for joining us. This was a live outdoor recording, so just forgive some of the ambient noises. Enjoy. Hey cuties, this is Deidre C. Hey cuties, it's Jay Nicole. And welcome to the Queen Team Podcast. A, a place, place to, to cultivate, cultivate your queendom. Hey cutie. <laughs> hey cuties. Oh my goodness. So where have you been? It has been more than a minute. It was only meant to be like we were sick. And then life got in the way, and yes. we had conferences and plans and kids and all yes. the things. So I had kids. <laughs> Me? Like, I have kids. You have kids. Oh, no, I forgot for a second, and I got happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the children. Uh, the, the children. For those who children. joined us live yesterday when I just kind of made an announcement that we'd be, be on here tonight, you got to see the shenanigans of my son the that I deal with every day <laughs> um yes so yes but I, I mean I've been good glad to hear it um and I think that's why we're here to first apologize profusely yes. like we are so we did sorry not forget about our fans <laughs> and we did not even forget about our podcast yeah we didn't forget and we we hit each other up like when are we gonna start back again and okay. you know every couple of weeks and then something comes up and it's like mm, yeah not, not this, this week, week. not this week not right. this week. So right. we plan on coming back full force. We have been planning for a few months a beautiful, wonderful series. We're going to talk about that a little bit more um, and share that with you probably at the end. So stay mm -hmm. tuned till the end to mm -hmm. find out what our plans are for the future. Awesome. So let's tell us tell them a little bit. We only made our apologies and we are here now and we are back on the air. Be yes. like back on the scene. <laughs> Is it crispy and clean? Maybe that's not the right words. Maybe those words oh, are made up. Are you talking about ain't nobody don't ask me? I'm just yeah. so fr Okay, no, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. it's I can't remember even who sang the song, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, we are back on the scene. Yes. So these last couple months, what has been going on? Ugh. I guess last time we, we uh, recorded was yeah, for our Black, Black Breastfeeding Breast Week. Week. And I was very proud of that episode. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And um, I, I feel like we did it, the whole series, a really good justice to talking about breastfeeding. Yeah, that and, was awesome. Um, the sharing. And thank you to all the ladies that actually shared. Yeah. To uh, Little Star Birth Doula, who is in Oklahoma, and to um, Cara. And Shalandra and to Detrone, yes. all those beautiful ladies who shared their story. It was so, so inspiring to hear uh, how they each their breastfeeding journeys went. I could not believe it. Yes. Yeah. And of course, thank you to you for sharing your story. Oh, yeah. We did talk about our girl. I'm off. It's all right. I'm off. It's all I forgot right. that we shared our stories too. We, we talked did. a little bit about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Journeys. And yeah. we posted a picture. That was the first time I ever posted a picture. Of breastfeeding. Wow. Of myself breastfeeding. And how did that, I mean, like, how did that sit with you? How did that feel? I mean, a few years ago, I would have thought it was, like, mad inappropriate. Like, mm -hmm. this is really inappropriate. Mm -hmm. um, but now that I've been really inundated and I have more self-esteem and I also don't have other people in my ear telling me what's right and wrong for me. Right. right. Um, it was very empowering. It was beautiful. And I hope that it inspired some other moms to mm -hmm. breastfeed. Um, I don't necessarily feel that everyone should post on social media. I feel like that's, you know, for you to decide, right. but I want to inspire women to breastfeed. So mm -hmm. I hope that that's, I hope that that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, so since that time, that was August, we had September, October, school started. And um, I'm not a big fan of school for my children. <laughs> I'm not in school. Um, I didn't really like school. I did like, however, making friends and the social aspect and all those extracurriculars and those that was my jam. But school itself was not really my thing. And the getting up at the same time every day and the making of the lunches and the washing of the uniforms and the getting out of the school at the same time, getting up, sorry, getting out of the door at the same time every day. 
Ugh. Yeah. And so the morning kind of, battle, it's not oh, fun. No, no. And I mean, I don't, it doesn't need to be fun, but it just, if we could be a little more cooperative. Well, it, I mean, it's a battle. <laughs> it really feels so. That maybe way. if it was not a battle, yeah. that would be better. Yeah. So um, just getting into that routine, especially after having a really good summer with the kids. And uh, that was, that was hard to kind of, it took a lot longer than I anticipated for it to, you know, pull it together. And then I got sick a couple weeks after school because the kids brought some nasties home. Yeah. And so trying to get out of that, it was like teetering, almost going to get sick. And I'm like drinking all the water, doing all the things, um, taking my airborne, get a little bit better. I'm feeling great. Let me abuse my body a little bit. <laughs> nope. Then you can pick down. And so I had that up and down for about three or four uh, weeks. Why do we do that to ourselves? Oh my God. Deidre, like why do we... As soon as you start to feel better and like you're doing something good for yourself. Right. And then as soon as you start to feel the good effects, you just go right back into your bad habits. It's, it's true. And then you yeah. start to feel like crap again. It's a true story. You know, story. and this could be for Everything. physical or mental health, emotional for, health, spiritual yes. health. You All know? of the things, yeah. Follow through. That's the word of the day. The phrase of the day. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like I got out of that. And then October is my darling daughter's birthday and no, she turned I can't 10. See you. I'm trying to see who's Chance Graham. Okay. Chancy Graham. Hello. Hi Chancy Graham. Um, Your daughter's birthday. Z's birthday. Uh-huh. And then my son's birthday and he turned six. Uh, during October, I guess once October hit, I was trying to prepare because I was going to be host, uh, not hosting. Yes, I was hosting a workshop at a conference in New Orleans and was preparing for that and supposedly getting like a ticket and doing all the things and making sure the kids were settled and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in addition to that, I was trying to build my, um, the center doula. Oh my God. Tell us about it. Tell you about the, the center doula. The center doula. The center doula is, do, 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 do. <laughs> the center doula is my doula coaching business space for doulas to connect and grow and become recharged it's for doulas who are novice doulas uh, doulas who've been practicing for a while and seasoned doulas in an effort to pull that together they're still not very much together i got my business cards and i have my instagram that's all i got right now but that's a start and so um i went to the workshop i did the workshop last weekend and it was an incredible experience going to the conference i feel like we could have an entire episode just about the conference I made so many contacts. I feel like there's a few people we'd love to feature here in the podcast, maybe even with our new upcoming event, I mean, our new upcoming series. Yes. Um, So lots of connections made. The conference was called Black Birth Matters. Yes. And it's put on by Birthmark Doulas, a group of doulas in New Orleans, and they are doing great work for the community. And um, the focus of this particular um, conference was maternal mental health, especially in the black community. Yeah. And it was just incredible. In my presentation, I presented with my colleague, her name is Koyuki Smith, and we did a workshop on utilizing the labyrinth to help process trauma and take some steps towards healing. And it was beautiful. Everybody who attended seemed to really walk away with something, walk away with another, a little more perspective on what healing could look like for them and how to start obtaining that. So that was last weekend. I feel like I was out of town for like 36 hours, came back, hit the ground running, and I have not stopped. Yes. And there's still more to do after this podcast. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, life is moving. And yes. it's okay. And, you know, the thing that I was reminding myself of today and yesterday was finding that doing the things that I know are going to ground and center my spirit. Um, and just like you were saying before, we know the things that we're supposed to do, but we kind of constantly run away from those things. Right. Um, things, something that my soul craves that I just never give it enough of is quiet and silence. Yeah. And didn't do very much of that this week. So I'm not going to be doing very much of that in the next couple of days, but in the week to come, really creating a space for quiet, um, intentional quiet and intentional silence inward and outward uh, to kind of rejuvenate my spirit because I am tired. Yes. I'm so tired. Deidre, could you do like 15 minutes in the morning, five minutes in the morning and five minutes before bed? Um, potentially. And I mean, I did have that. I woke up. I don't like waking up to alarms, but I spontaneously woke up before the children every day this week about 10 to 15 minutes before I let them wake up. And um, what I did with that time is like mindfully get the water on for tea. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the frantic, oh my gosh, yeah. oh, where's this thing? And where's that thing? I was like, put on some great, um, some people might call it soaking music or meditation Ooh, music. Oh, I love and, that. Um, but mindfully started like the breakfast and mindfully started the kettle, you know, to kind of 
have some deep breaths to myself. So I did do that, but I need like a little bit more time. But even that is good though. Yeah. No, I think that's kind of what sustained me. Unlike me who grabs my phone and scrolls for five or 10 minutes, like, Oh, let me check my email. Like I just have to see what happened while I was asleep, which was nothing. Yeah. Really pretty Mm. much nothing that, or I I usually go to Instagram. Yeah. And, um, no, no, I, I, well, I can't say I was intentional about not going. I, I knew that I shouldn't. But I don't remember making that conscious choice not to. But this week I didn't wake up and look at Instagram for the first thing every single morning. So good. And um, because mostly because like, oh, shit, it's 630. (laughs) I need to get started. Let me let the kids sleep for an extra whatever. I can, you know, put on the kettle, lay out their clothes and then wake them up. And, you know, a couple mornings this week I got to cuddle my kids to wake. You know, it was very nice. It was Nice ish, except you know, you get that mom, get on me, mom, I don't like this. Aww. But I mean, mom, I don't want to go to school, mom, I just want to sleep for five more minutes. But I love you, it's gonna yeah. be okay, yeah. you know. So, um, it was, it is something that I want to practice more intentionally and uh, more regularly. And this week, I just knew that I needed it intuitively, but I feel like I need a little bit more and like journaling time and whatever. But just when I feel like I have, I was, I started the week very, very empty. Or conversely, if some people say you can't receive if you're super full either, right? Mm. One way or the other. I don't believe that. Well, it's like, you know. I believe that we're infinite and we can receive all day. I I agree to a certain extent. But like, especially when you're trying to to do something new or learn something new. Or especially when you're trying to learn something more about something you already know. Sometimes, and look, this happened when I went to, we went to the um, Tula training Uh uh, in Oregon. And I'm like. What am I going to learn? I already know that all there is to know. Yeah. And I did not, it wasn't until we intentionally, she intentionally, like we had our little opening ceremony where I was like, I had to literally, and I was telling myself this, pour out my cup, forget all the things that you've learned up until this point. Mm -hmm. So you can really stay present to this learning because you might gain something new instead of thinking, I already know that. I already know that, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so I, I think like in that sense. Yeah. I mean, I guess making room. I feel like you, there's an unlimited to com- that ex- extent the, right. inten- the expectation. There's unlimited compartments to the good that you can receive. Right. So right. it's not that you have to get rid of something that you already no, know. No, it's, it's just that you have to make aside. room for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, right. I agree with that yeah. for sure. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mean like forgetting about it. Just <clears throat> setting it aside. And how can now I integrate this new understanding into my um, this new understanding into my life and with all the things I've already learned? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I did. I did. Um, I didn't take as much intentional time before bed. I found myself falling asleep in front of watching shows more than I really needed to. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I don't even remember them finishing. And then, oh, they're done, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, and I did not like that. But I did start the morning out very intentionally. And even last night, I was. I told myself I'm going to go to go to sleep with the kids. But I was feeling very wound up and super, not anxious, but... And mm. so... After the kids went to bed, I took a shower, I had a cup of tea, and then I went to bed. By 10.30, I was in bed. So that's a lot earlier for me, at least three hours before my regular bedtime. Whoa. So um, it felt really good. And I, st- I woke up at quarter to five, sorry, quarter to six this morning. And I was laid in bed until about eight. That was very nice. Yes, that is nice. Very nice. Super slow. I love the weekend. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's never How do you go to 73. bed so late? Um, I just need to unwind and then I'm doing work. I'm taking this class mm-hmm. and then I'm, you know, trying to answer the email Then I want to catch up on that show because I still feel a little, Ugh. Yeah. So just kind of want to dissipate that energy. And really I should create a different bedtime hygiene where I'm doing the yoga practice and listening to the music and journaling and, mm-hmm. or like maybe shut down my class at this time and then do these other things. And then like, I like yeah, to, no one does that. Right. I, like I mean, some people do. People without kids do that. I mean, and I think people who are maybe more intentional than me or people who are, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. And I'm by no means making fun of people that do that. I think I'm more of like being jealous and envious of those yeah. that have really figured it, figured it out and have their SHIT together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think over this last month, the, the greatest accomplishment that I did was this workshop. I was nervous about networking, but I never have a problem when I'm in the presence of the people. But my greatest challenge, which is something I struggle with all the time, is allowing myself to be seen, allowing me to see myself and step into my power and utilize my agency. And one of my big goals in life is to be strong. Um, and I want to be physically strong and emotionally strong and 
mentally strong and spiritually strong. Um, but like, I think part of that strength is having the courage to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. number one, but also knowing when and how to move and utilize my voice and owning the things that I already know. Um, and I have always struggle with that struggle, struggle, struggle. And that's my greatest challenge. And I feel like going to this workshop, you know, meeting my colleagues, listening to their experiences, I felt very validated that I am in the right place, doing the right mm -hmm. work. Um, even some of the things that I'm struggling with, I'm trying to finish the certification that I've been trying to finish for quite some time, like a renewed purpose and sense that I need mm -hmm. to finish this. And it is going to be something that's very valuable. And it's going to add a lot of width, breadth and depth to my life and to the things that I want to accomplish. I feel like going to this workshop really validated that. Right. Um, but even this week, as I'm running, 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 running to keep up with the family, to do the things here at home, and to to still take care of myself, I feel like I'm moving back into that challenge. I'm like, oh, what is it that I really have to offer to people? I Am know. I, is my voice really that valid? Oh. oh my God, what do I have to share? Are you going to say, wow, wow, ambulance now? Wow, wow, ambulance. <laughs> Definitely. You know, and so it's just like, how do I, what? Why does it take almost every breath? I, almost every breath, I need that encouragement. Why do it? Why does it take so much for me to believe what I know that I can do, but yet still like not be so clear about what I can do? Like, how does that even work? I, I feel like that because I experienced the same thing. That internal questioning of what the heck am I even doing? Like, yeah. no one's gonna listen to me. No one's gonna be. Uh, blessed by what I'm saying no one's going to be changed or transformed by anything that I'm doing I'm just wasting my breath wasting my time and I feel like that feeling you're teeter-tottering on like feelings of worthlessness mm -hmm. and then also feelings of being completely humble and submitted and desperately needing to always stay connected to God that's right because if you get to a place where you're like I got this I got this again, oh God, like we talked about in the beginning, you're over here in La La Land and you're not connected. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I don't feel like God gives us that feeling, but I feel like if you have that feeling, it's just a reminder yes. to turn back to the, divine. to keep, Connect keep, to keep staying connected, keep staying connected, keep showing up, keep doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And for those that believe in the Bible, Paul always talked about that, yeah, right? He yes, was always like, part of a vine, what am I doing? Bearing the fruit of this. Like, know, I'm yeah. in jail right now. Like, what is going on right, right now? Am I even supposed to be doing this? Right. Constantly questioning. I'm constantly, like, facing crap for mm -hmm. doing this work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I guess it's a sign that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing if you feel a little cuckoo. Yeah. And you know, like you said that, like that need to stay connected, that I don't know what I was reading out of somebody's post somewhere. And I'm like, I need to like, I need to create a corner in my closet so that I could like sit there and meditate, like a little meditation space. Like my apartment is not that big. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I'm always just shuffling the shit around. Let me be 1000% honest. Yeah. Um, constantly. But, um, I need to create a little tiny space for me to be sitting in quiet. And even if it's just on the little walls, if I could sit on the floor and on the walls of the floor, quotes and verses and pictures and images mm -hmm. that are going to remind me to stay grounded, reminding me to stay centered, reminding me of who I am, what I am, right? what I need to do, where I'm going. And um, I mean, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. That's what I need in order to, yeah. to, to continue. So, you know. I mean, you have a corner in your space for everything else. You have your kids' pictures up, right. yep. their school projects, um, all of their little mm -hmm. things. But you can definitely create a space for yourself. And I believe that when you create a space for yourself, then you allow God to fill it. Yes. And yes. that's where your confidence comes from and your self-assuredness. But again, you have to check in to that space every single day, maybe multiple times a day. Right, right. It's not just something that, oh, I create the space. Okay, I'm bye. Like, mm -hmm, you got to come mm -hmm. back. Yeah. Yeah. And check in. And it's like eating. You don't just eat once a day or once a week. You God, eat multiple times. Why can't we just eat once a week? <laughs> okay, that's, an, that's another struggle. I mean, some people do. They call it a diet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that's not really what our Maybe looking for that lifestyle right, change we're meant to do you know intermittent fasting like no you're just like being lazy you don't want to cook or <laughs> yeah, cooking is a pain I tell you. <laughs> oh, God, I again this. i'm not making fun of it uh, or i'm only making fun of it because, because. i wish that i could do it. hey isn't that how it goes isn't that how it goes yeah. remember that if someone's making fun of you it's because they're they want to be you that's yeah, really much. like the truth yes. just if someone's talking about you saying picking apart what you do it's because they're trying to pick it, pick it apart because they don't have the strength to do it mm. themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they really admire you so tell us, Janisha, or tell us, Jane Nicole, what have you been up to? Wait, 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 before I even get to there, what happened to your hair, Oh, my girl? God. Oh, my God. Can I get close? Get close hey, to the camera. Hey, Oh, I'm trying to think how much of this story do we want to tell? Like, how long do we want to be here? Right now, we're at 22 minutes. I mean, <laughs> no, we got some time. Um, let's, let's tell the hair story. So... We did uh, the natural hair game early in our yeah podcast career, and I made my like natural hair journey slideshow, and I got to the end with these popping curls, and I was like, yes, living my best life out here with these <laughs> curls. And for those that know me, um, or as y'all have come to know me through this podcast, my hair is my thing. Very much your thing. It's really my thing. Uh, like, yes. I don't really wear much ma- makeup. Um, I recently got into lipstick, uh, maybe about mm, year and a half, two years ago. Before that, I just would wear like uh, mascara, really, <clears throat> and blush, mm-hmm. and a little bit of lip gloss. So, anyways, when we went to Portland, I really noticed that the crown of my hair was breaking off really, really bad, and. I felt like for months, every time I would wash my hair in the shower, it would just be chunks of hair. And then when I would style it, it would be more chunks of hair. And I just felt like it was falling out. Um, And I was looking at some of my pictures, comparing it to pictures I took about two years ago versus now. And I had a lot less hair. So I text my stylist and I was like, "Uh, I want to come in so you can cut my hair. And I was thinking maybe I will let her cut about four or five inches off. Well, she took too long to respond. And so I took the scissors and I cut my hair and I cut my hair almost to my scalp. Like it was pretty, pretty much gone. And so then I had to go to a barber because I wanted him to clean it up in the back and um, give me some shape. And so that's where we are today. That was maybe about mm, two months ago. The end of August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I, I don't remember if, no, for Black Breastfeeding Week, it was short. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was August-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the date because I hid for a couple of days because I wasn't sure how to tell my family that I cut all my hair off. When I was doing it, I was feel, I was like having a little bit of a Britney Spears moment, I think. But I'm remembering feeling that way at the time. I don't think that I realized that that's what I that's what was happening to me. Like I'm having a little bit of a Napoli ever after moment. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) I was having a Napoli ever after moment. Yes. Yes. Yes, and we are being represented in the media now mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> and if you're not sure what Napoli Ever After yes. is, go check it out on Netflix. There's a movie starring Sonal Latham uh, in a movie that was based on a book series called Napoli Ever After. So yeah. a movie with majority black characters and uh, actors and um, written by a black author. And so there's a whole series. And actually, I'm on a waiting list to check out the books because they sound really good. But yes, yes. Uh-huh. but she was shaving her head. And I did not shave my head. I just took the scissors. I mean, that's close enough to it. But Mm -hmm. I mean, it it wasn't close enough. It's I feel like there's a big difference between a shaved head and like maybe two inches on the top. But for you. Yeah. For me. Let me tell you, this girl told me um, before I saw her, maybe 48 hours later, because I saw you fairly soon before you went to the barber. Yeah, you did. um, I'm bald. Deidre, I'm bald. <laughs> I have no hair. I'm bald. I'm like... I was bald. Um, I was bald. I was bald. I'm pretty sure you're bald. I was balded in. I'm pretty sure your hair... You don't have... There's not skin only. <laughs> but for her, it was very bald. So you can't say that... You, no, you didn't take a razor, but you sure did claim to be bald. Yeah, let's, I was balded. Let's I was balded. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> was a ball-headed nerd. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was, I mean, even then, even in that state where it was not even and it needed to be cleaned up and it wasn't washed so you could see all the curl definition, I could already tell that it was going to be fabulous. I didn't see it. When you, when I texted you that picture of me and I was like, you were like, you look gorgeous. I was yeah, like, it was I did not see it. It was really, really beautiful. I didn't see it. I mm-hmm. just felt like I looked like a boy. It was um, the beginning of August because my yeah. cousin was here still. Yeah, I was just like a mess. So mm-hmm. it took me, I went through like a month of I would only wear tops with flowers Mm-hmm. So that I would feel like a girl. Feminine, yeah. Like, okay, I need to wear flowers. Yeah. Um, so that I feel like a girl. But now I um I still own it. You're owning I, it. I still though. I'm not gonna lie, I still feel a little bit like, you know, I need to have on some earrings and makeup. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm not stuck to only wearing flowers. And and I th- I feel like over time I'm slowly going to embrace it but yeah everything was questioned my femininity my self-esteem my the way that I see myself mm-hmm. as a person like mm-hmm. yeah a lot a lot was questioned and and I've been doing as you guys know a lot of self-work but this outside changing drastically within a matter of minutes mm-hmm. um it did it did test me and so now I'm wearing it like Sanaa Lathan with the little side part um and a little bit of height on the top and I'm I'm definitely gonna grow it back I I never planned on keeping my hair short I wanted to grow it back but do you feel like it's growing back healthier oh yeah for sure like it feels healthier this spot still feels a little bit rough and I feel like it always has Mm -hmm. so I I feel like now um well let me let me let me digress a little bit before I say this this was the best thing that I could have done for my Mm self-care because so much energy it's kind of like when you go on a fast right Mm -hmm. you don't think about food and having to prep and go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and cook and clean up you just have time yes to focus on yourself to focus on god to have a time of rest Mm -hmm. so it's the same thing with my hair Mm -hmm. i no longer have to try to schedule in time to do my hair Mm -hmm. along with my daughter as well Mm -hmm. so for self-care purposes, it's amazing and it was necessary. And also your hair holds energy. There was a lot of bad stuff that happened to me when I had my long hair, when I went natural mm-hmm. um, and, and transitioned from wearing my hair straight all the time to then wearing it natural. And I cut all of that off. Yeah, you let it go. I let all of that go. Because I'm you're in my life, I now believe in ceremony and I actually still have my hair. I was going to ask you if you burned a couple locks of it I, or something I still like that. have it and I'm going to do something with it. I just haven't decided and um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably plan on doing something with it soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to have a ceremony and there's a couple of letters that I've written that also need to go with the hair um, and burn. That, that's my story with my hair and I'm saying all of that to say now that my hair is growing back it's still this and I think a lot of people because I watch a lot of YouTube videos I love hair um, hair videos on YouTube they talk about having problems with their crown area and it being more sensitive and the hair being coarser or drier or just having problems with it because it has the most exposure to the sun. Mm -hmm. So I want to find some methods that I can use to be more mindful and Mm -hmm. take care of that part of my hair. The perimeter is great, but it's just this middle, this middle part and kind of going up into my forehead that kind of gives me the most, the most trouble. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, So that was your hair and that was around like breastfeeding week. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit earlier than that. Mm -hmm. So what have you been up to since then? So during breastfeeding week, I uh, was a vendor for the, the, the collective. It's called the IE birth workers of color collective inland empire birth workers of color. And they, I know they had a uh, black breastfeeding week celebration and they needed vendors and I was a vendor and I just felt so welcome and felt so connected um and it ended up being an intimate gathering and it was amazing it was was amazing it was so amazing and um 
it's not just African-American women. It's all women of color. So native women um, and also Mexican women were there. And I just loved seeing their culture, their food, um, the way that they, yeah, the way that they connect with God and with themselves, with the earth. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I joined their collective and at that meeting, I met a woman who is a therapist uh, in this, uh, you know, a local therapist. And she was uh, wanting to take on doulas into her practice. And I said, I would be so interested. Well, she ended up calling me and hired me as an independent contractor to work as a postpartum doula. To be I'm like so doing. excited. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so excited. Like, she hired me. Like, I didn't have to do anything but show up. I mean, isn't that how it's supposed to work, though? Yes, but <laughs> until it happens to you. I know. I know. And it, like, really humbles you, makes you feel so grateful. Like, yes, like yes. God, excuse me. Like, I didn't do anything to get that job. I mean, I mean. Well, I kind of did. <laughs> I did a lot of stuff on the inside. And you and you did a lot of stuff on the outside. Yeah. You, in faith, you went to take the CLEC, the Certified yeah, Lactation Indicator Cancer right. Training. You finished that. You went, and we went to do that doula training in, yeah. in Oregon. And you went to finish that. And, and I, mean, I graduated had, from college. And you graduated from college with yeah. your nutrition degree, your nutritionist degree. And so, like, well, if you hadn't done any of those things, you would not have been ready yeah, for this. Yeah, you're right. You're this, right. This is, these are your dreams coming true, but you had to put in the work to fulfill them. Yeah. And now you're getting those loops, the loops of your favor. Yeah. Nope. The fruits of your the loops, The fruit loops of my favor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, that thing. <laughs> So you're, you're right, Deidre, you're yeah. right, you're right. But I mean, as far as like, you know how you get on that job hunt, like search pressure craziness where you're putting in these applications and you're taking all these tests mm-hmm. and doing, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Like I didn't have to do that. And, yeah. and God knows that I was like, I was praying like, I don't want to do that. And you didn't have to. And I don't want to go back to work at these jobs where I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And like, I'm really, really doing my earth work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I had a photo shoot with, um, with her and I've been posting those pictures. It's called Corazon Counseling. Um, there's pictures of us online and I feel beautiful and just so loved with all of those women. I also have been so busy with Um, things picking up for me at work Um, and I think I did three trainings in one week and that was very it was great but it was a lot you know what I mean it was a lot it was Mm -hmm. a lot to take in Um, and then also dealing with feelings of complete unworthiness like Mm -hmm. the same thing we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. why am I here no one's gonna listen to me Mm -hmm. and then over the past couple weeks God has been showing me I'm here for you to talk to this person I'm here for you to pour into this person and I'm thinking well I don't offer the same thing that some of these other girls have to offer but that's the best part exactly that's exactly why you have to be part of the team that's the best part because they go in and they pour out their wisdom and then I go in and I pour out and what they say might reach one person but what I say hits somebody to the core Mm -hmm. and when I say what I say to them the encouragement or the words or the advice Mm -hmm. I can see it in their face that it hit them Mm -hmm. and so um, I remember I don't know if it was last week or the week before I just was like on my way home getting emotional like man this is no joke this work Mm -hmm. yeah this yeah. work is no joke That's and it's awesome. like beautiful and freeing and exciting mm-hmm. and heavy and mm-hmm. deep and just insightful and big words that I can't think of that you probably have some big <laughs> words that not in this moment. But yeah. Yes, yes. But I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I also hosted a wellness event. My cousin and I, along with another woman, they both have nonprofit organizations. We all three came together and hosted a a women's empowerment conference. And we had speakers to talk about Mm -hmm. um, mental health, depression, anxiety, um, nutrition, holistic healing or alternative healing. I can't remember all the topics. Oh, spirituality. And I already said depression. Oh, and self-love and self-esteem. Yeah. 
And so it was just so amazing to have them come together. Like everybody came together at the last minute and like rallied around us. All of our seats were sold and taken. We had a videographer and hopefully he comes out with the video soon because I'd really love for you guys to see that. So I've been doing a lot. I started a new Instagram account. Oh, tell us about that because it's believing Blippity blapping, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I got a blippity blopping. A blippity blopping, yes, <laughs> yes. It is just incredible. And you will not be too late to join that 31 day challenge. Oh, thank you for yeah. that. Was that a plug? Did you just, just plug my plug. challenge? Well, I mean, you got to tell us where to find you so yes. we can actually get to the challenge. So, what is it? Uh, you guys who have been with us for a while know that I uh, did a little series on my marriage called the uh, There's a Stranger in My House with two mm-hmm. episodes to follow. Mm-hmm. And it was around that time when I decided to do a Facebook group um, support group. But I really felt pulled between like my doula work and then life coaching for toxic relationships. And I'm like, "Mm." so I created another uh, Instagram account Mm -hmm. and I've been really pouring into it lately, feeling like I'm being pulled that way a lot more than anything else. Um, And I've been coaching clients and I've been seeing women's lives transform right in front of my eyes the same way that I've seen my own transform. And it just feels good to be walking in my purpose. Mm -hmm. But the name of the, um, I keep wanting to say channel because I had a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. It's still there. Um, but I, that, like it's ingrained in me. So Mm -hmm. the Instagram account is called the toxic relationship coach. Really simple. Um, and so I decided after, my um women's wellness event the conference that i would take a rest i'm not doing anything else for the rest of the year well (laughs) inspiration does not have a timeline (laughs) but then i've also been asking like okay i really want to create something for women so because i keep hearing the same story over and over again when people come to me and they start telling me about their relationship i'm Mm -hmm. seeing a trend And so I said, well, um, let's, you know, make a challenge. And it was the first of this month, November 1st. And when the seasons change, when it gets cold, I start to feel a strong need to hibernate. Mm Mm-hmm. A really strong need to... That's ref- innate, though. I feel like that's yeah. so innate. Like, we we are... Not to interrupt you, sorry. That's okay. This Our is good. Our bodies are meant to go through these cycles or these rhythms just like the seasons mm-hmm. do. And so that... I don't think we are meant to fight that. Yeah. But it's like this hibernation where you can come in, do a lot of self-reflection, mm-hmm. which I think you're about to say anyway, mm-hmm. and like cuddle up in your den mm-hmm. because the as the dark as the darkness comes... Mm-hmm. We get to now nurture that inner light inside right. of us. And then Ooh, when springtime comes. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down. She and said, then, once the darkness comes, you get to nurture your inner light. But then when spring comes, when everything is fresh and new, you have this new energy to shine your light in mm-hmm. a new way because yeah. you've grown. You've taken time to nurture that light. And so I feel like um, definitely that's what you um That's what you do. So that, that calling is innate within yeah. you. And we really need to to tap into that yeah I started feeling it really strong last year and the same things that you just said a time to reflect to plan to become refreshed and renewed revitalized Mm -hmm. all the r words yeah Um, (laughs) all of them (laughs) restored Mm -hmm. rested yes um and the list goes on rejuvenated (laughs) I think I already said that it's okay um and so I, I, this challenge is about inviting the other women to do that because the holidays mm-hmm. are coming and mm-hmm. we're so busy. Mm-hmm. We're so caught up doing things for other oh my people. Gosh. It's so um, easy to do. Yes. And so being pulled a million do. different directions. Yes. And really that's not what the holidays are supposed to be no. about. No. Um, they're really not. Sorry, you've just given me an idea. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll get you right down. Um, it's not what it's supposed to be about. Um, it's, it's supposed to be about connecting and remembering excuse me um remembering who god is and remembering one another and being thankful and grateful and you're not able to do that in this consumerist consumerist culture that's right um and so i created a 31 day challenge day one was your decision to do the challenge 
So there was no like a big day one. You completed something and you turned on the light to change in your life mm-hmm. when you said yes. Yeah. And you showed up on day two ready to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first day was uh, talking about to be our state of being. And then the second day, I'm sorry, the third day is um, focus. Nice. So tomorrow will be day four. Join me every single it's day. It's not too late. You can still yeah. make the choice. And I have um, all of the videos still saved actually on Facebook. So you can go to the Toxic Relationship Coach on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, because Instagram is weird with their minutes. You can only do so many minutes. I try to do Instagram TV. And, you know, it's only 10 minutes. And you all mm-hmm. know I'm long-winded. So, <laughs> At least you can't own so, <laughs> so if you do watch my videos, do your dishes, put it on the counter, mm-hmm. fold your laundry, yes. put it on while you're driving, um, and just, you know, buckle in and, and have a listen. Join me every day live on Instagram at the Toxic Relationship Coach at 5.55 a.m every day i know you that's why you looked at me crazy so you can catch the replay you You can catch the replay i know i I lost a lot of people at that time but but it doesn't have to be that time like you're saying it can you can catch the replay and even if it's the first thing you do even if your kids have crawled into bed with you plug in your headphones they can listen to this before you get out of bed help to set the tone for your day it's just 10 to 15 minutes in the beginning you know you don't have to get out of bed to to press you're you're probably already scrolling anyway There's that that is like me. just to be real not a lot i know it sounds like super early but it's not it's six o'clock in the morning yeah yeah so yeah. i know that 555 when i said anything five is like mm-mm, mm-mm. it's hard it's <laughs> and that counts me out so so that's what i've been doing Excuse um me. i also have an opportunity with corazon counseling to teach and so I have a feeling uh, this series is going to take off and it'll become more in-depth for me to teach um, online through master classes and in person, adding some other little juicy nuggets that I've been cooking up um, mm-hmm. that you can only get in person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. next year is going to be all about creating um, passive streams of income and making myself more available to help the women that really need me and those women need me for free the women that really need me and god was talking to me about it today they're not able to pay at this time but there are other ways that i'll be able to make money Generating that income um yep. to to sustain my my family mm-hmm. so that's what that's what i've been doing that's amazing so has yeah. it what has been is that your greatest accomplishment that's then? that's i feel like my greatest accomplishment was that conference yeah and just the continued self-work that i've been doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think my biggest challenge is finding the balance between doing enough and doing too much Mm. like always feeling like am I doing enough can I be doing this or should I oh can I add this one thing to our one more thing to my plate yeah yeah but no I'm doing too much yeah um that is such a fine balance right it's such a such such a space to heart it's hard to find that space yeah (laughs) and also too I feel like that trickles into my family life like am I doing enough with my kids Right, right. Am I doing enough with them? Like going to bed every night, trying not to have that mom guilt. Like mm-hmm. what? Like what am I doing with my kids? Am yeah. I doing enough? Yeah. Um, are they really getting what they need from me? Mm-hmm. And then doing too much. Like, am I being too strict with them? Mm-hmm. Am I not being? Am I being unkind with them? Just you know, all of those things. So <laughs> I'm sorry. All the questions that all the moms ask. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking totally. about? <laughs> If seriously, please uh, send drop us a line at the queenteampodcast dot com because I've been wanting to talk about mom guilt for like months and months and months, and we'll squeeze that in somehow. It's gonna go, I think it'll be really great to go as part of the series. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. We'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we will talk about that in the series. I, and I think there's a, definitely a space for that because yeah. it's a greater understanding and awareness of coming to who you are. Yes. So. So should we talk about that now? So what is this? Series? What's next for us? What's the, next the queen for the on the queen, queen team. team. Oh my yes. Gosh. And I think that you will have to bear with us as you already have, mm-hmm. because of course we have an idea of what it looks like now. But when we get into it, right, um, the things that we want to cover It'll and talk about as it goes. It, we are going to create and be flexible for it to also help create itself. And so do you want to announce it? Do you want me to announce it? How do you want to, how, how do, you want to do this? It's very exciting. I think you should <laughs> announce it because it was your 
idea. And I think you can say it better than me and I can fill in. Okay. So when we were, when I was originally brainstorming for this podcast, um, it came up with a gazillion ideas. And when we were on our little impromptu hiatus, we're trying to figure out like, how do we come back? What does that look like? And it brought me back to this idea that was part of our original brainstorm or my original brainstorm, even before I asked Janisha to join the podcast. And one of those things was exploring the seasons of a woman. Mm. And maybe we can call it that, especially since we were talking about seasons a moment ago. Yeah, we were. Um, and so I want to find a better word that's more feminine than seasons. I mean, I feel like seasons are so feminine because it's like Mother Earth yeah. and the change. I mean, like, do men change like we change? There's no evolving. No, I mean, even just... monthly, we, we fall in tune with the, with the rhythm of the moon. I mean, like, I don't know. Anyway, if you have any better Rhythms ideas, of womanhood. The That's rhythm, the rhythm the of womanhood. The rhythm, the rhythm. So yeah, something like that. Will be with us. Stay with we, yes. we are very, very open to any suggestions. <laughs> and let me tell you a little bit more so you can also yes. get a better idea as you brainstorm with us. So the idea of the rhythm of the woman or seasons of the woman is kind of explore the various stages of womanhood. And I'm going to take it back to the seasons analogy just for a moment. That's fine. We can keep it at the seasons. Um, just, just to help for description purposes. But I'm starting out like the springtime, the newness. What mm-hmm. is it like to be a young girl, an adolescent, uh, coming into herself, coming into this maidenhood, if mm-hmm. you will? What does it look like for them? What is it? What do we remember mm-hmm. from this stage of life being in that stage of life? And it would be really interesting to interview women who are more seasoned than we are to remember yes. what they remember from their girlhood, yes. their girlhood and their young womanhood. And then moving into that more mature woman um, who potentially during that time, what I like to call is the mother. Mm-hmm. And that means not necessarily being an actual physical mother, having a baby or becoming somebody's mother, but learning how to mother yourself, yes. how to meet your own needs, um, how to speak up for yourself, mm-hmm. um, bearing yourself as a like almost Giving birth to giving yourself. Giving birth to yourself. That's what I was thinking person. as you were mm-hmm. saying it. Yes. Giving birth uh, to yourself. And what does that look like? Discovering who you really are. Right. The seasons of the mother. Um, and then the season of the um, the matriarch. When we kind of pass the childbearing age and we are kind of, <laughs> we have no, zero F-U-C-Ks to give. Yes. You just live <laughs> your best life yeah. saying whatever and doing whatever and right. making all of the money that, and that just like flourishing. Yes. yes. That wisdom, that confidence. Because um, you know who you are. You've broken exactly. open. You've you've done all the so things that much. you thought you wanted. You've right. made the mistakes. And you still have the energy to yes. do and live. And yeah. Then, uh, on the very end, uh, some classify as the crone, uh, this wise woman who no longer can maybe physically do as much, but people come to her mm-hmm. for wisdom, come to her to um, bask and learn more and yes. gain more. And um, the elder. Yeah, she becomes the, the elder, elder in the village. Yes. And so we want to explore each of those areas yes. and what that looks like. And so each of those sections aren't just going to be, it's not one episode per uh, season. It's probably going to be a collection of episodes per season. And I think it would be really, really lovely um, if you could help us think of a name, number one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but if you would t- stay tuned in and anything that comes up for you, also, we'd love to hear yeah, your stories. We'd we love you to incorporate um, anything that you want to share about your own experiences in each of these stages. No, it doesn't matter where you are. Maybe even hearing the voices if you have daughters, mm-hmm. what it might be like for them, some of the challenges they face, some of the things that they are excited about, the, peri- the areas where they want to grow. And, and we have the first few episodes planned out for the for the maiden, the season of the maiden, but um, I'd love to hear so much more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What else do you want? To, anything else? Well, you want to I, I'm so excited. Like, I just feel like it's a culmination of everything that we've wanted to do and we're able to yeah. touch on everything that we've really, really set out to discuss when we first were mm-hmm. formulating yeah. um, and, and forming our idea around this, the, the tone mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. this podcast and what we yeah. wanted to put into the world. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it will touch on all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're so excited. And so we hope you join us. And in the meantime, help us brainstorm names for the series. Uh, Seasons of a woman with the rhythm of womanhood. Let's do the 14th because we came out with our podcast on the 14th when we first started. That's perfect. Yeah, we're doing the 14th. Fortuitous, yes. Yeah. And that's exactly nine months. Yes. Just as if oh my God. <laughs> just as if this idea was in gestation. I wonder if it's been 40 weeks. 
<laughs> we have to count the weeks. Probably not, because this is like 10 months. You're but right. Anyway, that's very, yeah, so uh, the 14th of November. Well, maybe it's a, you know. We'll figure it out. But we will let you know. Just stay tuned. Uh, check in with us here on Instagram. And uh, thrilled, so thrilled. Could not be more thrilled about uh, this series and what, what it is that we want to bring it to you and then share with us what you would want to hear from this series we'd love to make this a collaborative a collaborative experience with our listeners and you know where to reach us right where do we where, do, where can they reach us can we even remember where they can I find know, us right where can you find us <laughs> you can find us at thequeenteampodcast.com to catch up on all of our previous episodes right. uh-huh. or wherever you your platform for podcasts mm-hmm. whether it be Castbox, apple tunes uh, Apple Podcast. No, that I I made a little joke. Uh, sorry, you're too tired the, to even No, it's that. okay. At the um at the port group, as my son calls it, not support group, but port group. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, the Apple Tunes place, and they were all laughing at me. That's so funny. yes, the Apple Tunes. Apple Tunes. And uh, wherever you listen, Stitcher, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also send us an email at thequeenteampodcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook at the Queen Team Podcast. And of course, you guys are who are tuned in live already know about our Instagram account, the Queen Team Podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where you can find us. And where can the people find the center doula? What? what? <laughs> so, Deidre, the center doula, who's always trying to find her center. And that's part of the, the charm because we are finding our center on a constantly basis, step by step. Anyway, you can find me at the.centered.doula on Instagram and thecenteredoula at gmail.com as Yay. well. And eventually I'll have that website up, thecenteredoula.com but it's it's, it's in coming. the works. It's, it's coming. coming. You can Baby steps. You know where to reach us. Yes, yes. Yes. And how about you? Tell us all of the platforms and all of the places and all of the accounts where we can find you. <laughs> the Toxic Relationship Coach and I have a link to my other Instagram accounts on there. Nice. Um, you can send me a line at love to be you at gmail.com and that's spelled L-U-V- T-O-B-E-Y-O-U. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, cuties, it's been amazing to be behind the mic again. Yes. 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 So we cannot wait to connect with you, and we cannot wait to present with you this new series. Yes. yes. Lots of love to you, and we hope you have a fabulous week. Bye, cuties. Bye, cuties. Was that a cat? It's a cat? Yes. Yes. Those cats sound like children sometimes. Oh, my God. We have this. Can y'all hear that for real? Like, put a thumbs up if you can hear. I don't know if there's another cat, too, and they're fighting. Maybe they're trying to mate. It's a cat fight. (laughs) Or something. Something. (laughs) OMG.